Couple Reactions Podcast episode 29. 29. It is now September 12th. Yes. 2020. Yes. How are you feeling? Pregnant. You <laughs> very pregnant, very knocked up. Tomorrow is our due date, so we'll see. And how do you do you feel baby is is trying to get out or what? Sometimes you feel pressure on your pelvis. Okay. You know, your um, first baby. Yes. Congrats. Well, you're saying it as if you didn't. <laughs> I'm just congratulating if, you for your contribution. As if you weren't part of it. Well, as allegedly. If, no, I'm joking. Jokes. As if you didn't implant the seed. Congratulations for your participation. It has what? been. It has been an adventure, and we're at the finish line. Stop talking to me like I'm a co-worker. <laughs> nah, um, yeah, it's exciting times. Right yeah, now. we're excited to meet baby. Baby has been good. You know, just hoping for safe and healthy delivery. Yeah. And yeah, that's all we could really hope for. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited. Second child for me coming up. I just I just feel the the energy. We have a lot going on. We have baby. We have without getting, you know, too specific, but uh, you know, real estate transitions. I can just say that um, everything overall. I would say just the next level of life and work and relationship, family, and uh, just given circumstances, the circumstances of this crazy year, I'm happy, I feel like we're lucky, um, and I'm definitely looking to meeting our, our new baby, which you don't know the gender of, and I do. Why did you tell me earlier that you didn't look at the gender? I was just playing mind games. People always ask me, well, how, how did you keep that in? Did you tell anyone? No. Have tell you any- told anyone? Anyone what? What are we discussing? Oh, uh, no. No. So, anyway. You're lying. Keeping, a lot of people are like, how do you keep that in? And I'm like, you know, you have slip-ups, but you have to cover your tracks. So, you have to play games and stuff but it's been fun and um stay tuned new baby soon come do we want to drop the potential names or we'll just save that you got to tune in for the next one for the for the post i'm thinking about depending on how long we have to stay in the hospital doing like a, a mini cast right after she drops the baby not right after but you know once he wants they to torture me give y'all I can't even get my rest in. No, you can get your rest, but you might want to speak on your experience while it's fresh. You know, maybe we'll... I'm not even going to remember anything. That I want you in that state. No. Landmark, it'll be good. But anyway, um, big things happening. We're good. And... uh, Did you want to add anything? No, I think... You know? You've handled this very good. You've carried the baby well. Um, <laughs> That's what all of my coworkers say. They're like, wow, you like 
carried very well. You're still active. Your demeanor has been like, I'll just say real quick, with the birthing classes we took. Um, <laughs> I got UPenn, in trouble the, as a student. Yeah, the instructor was like, "You're so calm. I don't believe it. Why? Why are you so calm?" And calm like she's not nervous. She she's been very like laid back about being pregnant. Where whereas you know most first time mothers are very edgy and hormonal and nervous. Nicole has been very laid back for the most part. Well, in the beginning, I was scared because it was the start of it. It was like really deep into the whole COVID pandemic. Where it was really bad in New Jersey. I was scared then. And thinking about, like, the delivery in depth in my mind, I, like, get anxious and freak myself out. So I just don't want to think about it. You get mm-hmm, me? Mm-hmm. You've been doing good. I've been, you know, having my moments, like, oh, my God, there's a whole baby coming. <laughs> you know, like, it'll just hit you, like, <laughs> on top of everything else that's going on. But you just got to, that's life, you know? Like, yeah, just when you think too deep about it, that's when you, like, psych yourself out. Nah, I mean, we're good. This is my, not my first go-around, but I was naive thinking, like, oh, you know, I did it before, I'm good. But, you know, dealing with, you know, how women get hormonal and stuff. Like, you think, like, oh, I'm so used to it. Then it happens again, and you have to remind yourself, like, oh, so it was good having that experience. Like, oh, okay, now it makes sense when you were hormonal sometimes. But you've been, everything's been cool, and... Do you think you're more nervous? Do you think you're more nervous this time around, or the same amount? I feel like maybe I'm more nervous now in the sense that I think ignorance is bliss the first uh. time around. And plus, Tylen was late. So by the time it was, you know, he was like, I don't know, almost two weeks past his delivery date. We were okay. just ready at that point. Like, all right, let's just, they're going to make the baby come out because he didn't want to come out. Mm-hmm. So at that point, and it was just a lot of sitting around, sitting around, sitting around. And then they finally decided to induce, induce and do the cut him out and everything. So... I don't mean to make it sound... Performer C-section. Yeah, yeah. But anyway... I'll be his translator. It was a great experience. A unique experience. And I'm looking forward to it again. Do you think you're a little bit more nervous this time around because you're older? Nah. I'm more like... I'm, I'm happy in the sense that now I understand what this is. Being older, like it's a life. Mm. Not that I didn't understand before. I was just younger. Now you... You grow up, and it's just like you take it more serious, I guess. Or just, it's more of a, it's so different from everyday life. It's a once-in-a-lifetime thing. We go to work and do this and go to the gym and do do your routine. Like, then birth is a whole different thing. So now I'm just looking forward to it. And um, that's it. I'm more nervous for you. I just want you to be able to be okay and everything i'm chilling you know <laughs> so oh god what anthony you, wants another one right away yeah i think we should go back to back because i i would hate for baby to just you know baby's gonna have a big brother who's 12 
and then it's just gonna the baby's gonna be pretty much the only kid again in a way in the sense that you know it's just gonna be them big brother's gonna be a teenager soon so we'll see how this one goes i think we could do it we could go back to back you know and then be done. Well, you say that because you're not the one that's birthing the baby. <laughs> I am, in a way. No. I'm not giving birth, but okay, we're partners, you right? Have, you're not suffering. You don't have to suffer through birth. Men suffer, too. Just in a different way. Emotionally. That matters. <sighs> you can't say that no more. What you know, you we mean? live in a time now where you can't man shame, you can't I father can't shame. Yeah, you'll get in trouble for shit like that. Oh, my God. So you have to acknowledge that I'm going through something, too. That's the time we live in, right? When I brought up skin-to-skin contact to Anthony, he was like, what's that? I don't need to do that. It just sounded weird to me. I'm sorry. You want to explain what skin-to-skin is for you people? I hope people know. Place a newborn baby on your chest, bare chest. And it helps like regulate the baby's temperature with the breathing, and it's just like a bond you get to form with skin to skin. And there's a ma- I mean, ideally, you have to have it with the mother, but with the dad is also beneficial. They've did they've done you know studies that show it's good for the baby to do it with the father too. Mm-hmm. So I'm with it, but when you first told you know I've never heard that. It was a thing that had to be done. Like, oh, take your shirt off and hold the baby. It's not a like, thing that has to be done. It's just good for the baby. Yeah, and I, I mean, after hearing about it from professionals and... But it not just, me. It came off a little weird because it's like, all right, well, if you hold your baby as a man, <laughs> as the father, without your shirt on, it's not something premeditated. You just... It happens or it doesn't happen. But now I get it with the body temperature and everything. It makes more sense. Yes, yes. So, um, you know, stay tuned any day now. We on high baby alert. Yes. So where do you want to start? Can we get that list open? She's unprepared, bear with. I'm always prepared. Do you want to start with... Let's start with Chadwick Boseman. Okay. Okay. Chadwick Boseman... Black Panther. Black Panther, Jackie Robinson, um, James Brown. Who else did he play? 21 Bridges. Yes. Five Bloods. Then you even acted as Thurgood Marshall. Thurgood Marshall, yep. So Chadwick Boseman, who played Black American icons, Jackie Robinson, and James Brown with searing intensity before inspiring audiences worldwide as the regal Black Panther and Marvel's Black blockbuster movie franchise died Friday of colon cancer. He was 43. He died at his home in the Los Angeles area with his wife and family by his side. And no one, when I saw the news on Instagram, I was like, what? Like, no one knew about his colon cancer struggle. He was diagnosed with it four years ago. So, with all these movies that he started that the people loved, he was fighting his own internal battle. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, it came as a shock to everyone. I was, th- you know, thrown off by it, taken back by it. It's sad. Rest in peace to him. 
Um, he was a good actor to me. I enjoyed his movies. Uh, it's scary because he's only 43. Mm-hmm. I mean, really? I thought he was even younger before when I saw him in the movie. I thought he was like maybe 34. Yeah, he's not that much older. He's only like six, seven years older than me. So it's just like, I don't know. He's just young in general and looked healthy. So it was scary. I remember seeing the pictures of him very skinny. And I thought he was just... You know, quarantining and, and vegan or something. You know, I didn't I really I thought he was, pay. like, preparing for a role. I didn't really think that deep into it. I thought he was just eating sea moss and, you know, doing all the healthy, you know, the super holistic stuff. Mm-hmm. I didn't know he was sick, but uh, it's scary, man. But I feel bad, I mean, for the kids, you know. Yeah, it's just um, really sad for the kids, too. Admire him as the superhero. Yeah, I know my son did, and all the kids his age. You know, it was cool for them to have a superhero that they can identify with, and Mm -hmm. um, he was actually a decent person from what we know and have seen. You know, educated guy, good guy, you know, somebody who could be a role model and. To see him go out like that, it, it was it was sad, but that's cancer, you know. It's also, I guess, what's the word? Like you, he intentionally chose movies that uplifted, like you know, African Americans. He mm-hmm. wanted, he intentionally wanted to make a mark, and he did. And it's amazing that he did that while battling cancer. Mm-hmm. He wanted to uplift his people, and, you know, to yeah. be a role model. And he could have took the bag for any role, uh-huh. you know, because he was, you know, I'm pretty sure he had other villainous roles, and maybe he would have even got to that. But he wanted, he was starting his career, you know, rising to stardom with mm-hmm. good, solid roles. And he took his craft seriously. That's what it showed me. Like, he didn't take easy characters, you know. He wanted to play pivotal figures, African-American figures, Mm -hmm. in music, in uh, justice, law, superheroes, you know, iconic figures, so. Yeah, he always selected purposeful roles. And I guess... Sadly, he through that he fulfilled his purpose, right? Yeah. Yeah, he had a good, quick life, short life, but it's just I don't know. It's a, it's a shame. It's not fair, but. I think I would have thrown in the towel. I don't well, know. Well, he was like, probably you... trying to secure. You know, his did he have children? Mm-mm. He probably just wanted to be able to, you know. Fulfill his legacy and try to help his family out before he left. Mm. You know, he just wanted to live his life and didn't let anything stop him. That's a real, that's all you can do, especially as a a black man, African-American man. You just have to try to live, you know, the best life you can. There, I think I read like a study that was saying... They're finding colon cancer younger and younger in people. 
Because, like, you know how, like, there's a certain age to get examined? They're, they're finding that, like, the age is getting lower and lower. Despite lower than the guideline. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It's just scary. For real. Everybody, you know, make sure you get your physicals and checked out. If you feel weird, see something weird with yourself. I guess, you know, we have to, you know, tell the doctor those things that you're worried about, you know. I mean, if they ignore you, find another, another doctor. One. Sometimes you have to do your own research on yourself, you know. I'm not saying go on, go on Google and diagnose yourself, but sometimes you tell a doctor one thing and it, it'll sound like, oh, you just have a little gas or something it could you know if you look into it it might you'll find somebody with the same story as you mm-hmm. like your doctor told him it was gas a hundred times and then lo and behold it's it was something else course. you know or it could be something not it doesn't have to be a painful experience for you it could be something you could take with magnesium or some shit you know so just take care of yourself and uh get them check i need to get my checkup shit so it's just scary you know sometimes I wonder is it better not to know then you just I mean he would have probably died quicker he wouldn't probably have lasted four years I don't know did he ever go into remission it seems like he was like in between treatment the whole time well they found him with stage three colon cancer just crazy. Well, rest in peace to um, Chadwick Boseman. Yes, rest in peace. Great actor. I really enjoyed his work, especially Black Panther. Uh, I enjoyed both movies. Some people, well, it wasn't. He he did his thing as an actor, you know, regardless of how people felt about the Black Panther films. You don't have to be your favorite was it were they the best in the marvel series probably not i think that all the avengers movies are the best and i like iron mm-hmm. man but i did enjoy the the black panther movie did Damn, i keep saying it? movies like it was more than one it was only one but he was in avengers too yeah, so yeah. i like when he was in those two movies did he, did we see black panther in like high definition i don't think we did and that was a mistake cuz then we didn't enjoy I don't think, I we, think did. we did. Did we? IMAX, maybe not Dolby. Oh, okay. Because when we saw it, they were only having it in the the big... I don't remember. We saw the Avengers regular, and it was... Nah, come on. Put some respect on my name. The, no, we did. Like, the the one with Thanos. Endgame? Yeah. The last one we yeah. didn't see in the thing? We didn't see in the full shit? No. You sure? There was way too many people. Oh, I think they were... Because... All the shows kept getting sold out. Yeah. And that was like the only uh one. So we saw a regular. That was a mistake. Regular looks like standard TV. If you ever watch a standard channel that's supposed to be on a HD TV, you're like, this bullshit. What was the movie we saw where all those damn kids were in there? Us. This is Us? Yeah. Us. Us. Jordan Peele's. Yeah. Never again. Uh, I feel like we're like acting bougie. 
<laughs> nah, because like but, if when you're a kid, like though with that high school or whatever that was in there, it was some like prep, prep school, school or something. It's cheap. You don't have a lot of money in you know your own money usually, or you don't want to spend it all on movie tickets. So I get it. But if you're an adult, treat yourself. You're going out yeah. on a date with your lady. If if the movie's sold out, don't don't say, uh, we just want to see it right now. Fuck it, get the stand. Just wait because you don't. You gotta consider like if I go in this popular movie and it's the standard one. At late, it's probably gonna be a lot of high school kids in there, and they just fucked around the whole movie and did kid shit, and the, the quality wasn't even that good. Yeah, I mean if. It's not even worth it to go to the theaters if you're not getting, like, super high-definition sound or imagery, like... Hopefully, we'll be able to go to the movies in I the thought they said, they said that they were going to open it With soon. small, limited capacity, so... Mm-hmm. Maybe. We still got to go to IPIC, right? Oh, uh, that that's in New York. Oh, well, Have you one been there in... before? No, isn't there one in Hoboken? I don't know. I know there's one... Right where we were, over there by the pier. Yeah, yeah. by the pier. 17. Yeah. yeah, so. But anyway, R.I.P. Chadwick Boseman. I see you have the Dr. Dre shit up. Let's go. So I got yes. a lot to say about Oh, God. So, um, Dr. Dre's strange wife wants him to sit down for a 21-hour guest position. Um, so, they're getting a divorce. His wife wants reportedly $2 million a month in spousal support. Specifically, $10,000 for laundry, $135,000 for clothes, $60,000 for education, $900,000 for entertainment, $125,000 for charitable contributions, $100,000 to cover the mortgage, and $20,000 on a cell phone and other forms of technological communication. So, she's citing verbal abuse with a specific incident taking place on April 1st at their West Los Angeles residence and irreconcilable differences for their split. He verbally abused her, she said? Yeah. That's why she wants a divorce? I mean, she's probably endured some other forms type of abuse. I think she already said that. Allegedly also physically abused her. Well, that's not nice. What do you mean? That's, well, on his part. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, look, this is a divorce. If there was abuse, that's not good. And, you know, I, I'm with her as far as leaving. Women should leave men who abuse them physically. Um... But it's Dr. Dre, you know, like... What do you mean? G-thing. Okay, so how does, what does that have to do with the divorce? Well, <laughs> look. Whatever, they, they divorce because they, they're done with each other. She wants to leave. He mm-hmm. got the billion mark at one point, or right there. He, you know, what was that deal they did? The Beats deal or something with Apple? Yes. Gave him all that money. Um... It is what it is. They're probably just tired of each other anyway. They've been together a long time, right? 24 years. Does she... What did she want? Two million a month? Yes. Like, that's too much. 
one. If so, she had small children to raise, maybe. I think their kids are already grown. Two million a month. For, for how long? The rest of her life? Yeah, that's spousal support. No, yo. How old are their kids? 500,000 is more than enough for her. <laughs> that's still a lot every month. And then I'm on some shit. If I'm Dr. Dre, I'll say, look, I'll give you 500,000. <laughs> a month for like a year and then after that you could get 100k a month or 100k a year and I'll give you a job at one of my companies or something but like, like I don't want to work, for, work that. for you or you could be on you know uh, I'll give you some stock or something in Beats or some shit like that like nah you're not just gonna get 2 million a month so, for what what I don't know is she working? Like is she working at all? I know Isn't she's she a, a lawyer? lawyer. She ain't working no more, man. She probably gives advice to her. She rich probably friends. just that has like a lawyer degree and never really practiced it. Maybe I think she supposedly didn't she work with him early on, help him with some stuff, like worked for him or did some legal know. stuff. Man, look, does she need two million? No, that's crazy. But I think, you know, when you live in California, they they have laws. You have to maintain your ex-spouse's lifestyle for some reason. I don't, yeah, I don't understand the point of spousal support, to be honest. If I got to pay you $2 million a month, we just going to stay together then. Like, <laughs> you can't divorce me then. I understand child Fuck support, that. but, like, why does... He needed to support a grown-ass woman. I don't understand. She's greedy. I think in the... 900000 for entertainment? What kind of entertainment are you doing for a damn near million dollars a <laughs> well, month? Well, during these COVID times, you need $900,000 in entertainment. <laughs> I think... I don't think that's what she really wants. I think her and her lawyer... Are just highballing? Highballing it. And they know they're not going to get that. Dre has money, has rich friends. They know that she's not getting two million, but okay, that's what you're asking for. They're gonna have to break that down. But hey, if he's done with her, wouldn't that kind of make him go broke? Give her two million a year. Well, I don't know how. How did Bezos and his wife settle this shit? He got he's. Well, he gave her stock. He gave her stock. He's filthy rich, and he made that back plus more already, right? Oh, yeah. He's already rich again. Like Off super the corona rich. shit alone, you know? Yeah. I saw uh, one of my boys on Instagram. I think he put up, I think a cake he bought for his girl. Was an Amazon package. I guess it was like a joke because she's okay. been ordering so much from Amazon. That's how much money Bezos has. That people he made a cake a, after Amazon. Like it was a package, I guess uh, maybe because his his wife he was ordering so much or she orders a lot. You mm-hmm. know, as a joke. But that's how much. Like think about that. You know what I mean? That's one person who got a cake as a joke because you order so much <laughs> times you you order a lot too. So do I. 
I had you beat like in the beginning of the pandemic, but I once we found out you were pregnant, <laughs> yeah. you took the the fucking the, the record from me in our house. I've just been ordering a lot for the baby. Before that, I didn't really buy anything. Amazon for is crazy. Like they really run shit. Think about it. It's because of the service, you know. Customer service is everything. They'll give you your money right back if something's fucked up. And it's very easy to return stuff. It's very easy to get stuff. They bring, they got whole food. Yeah, you know, I don't need to go delivery. through what they, everybody know what Amazon's about. It's just amazing. Like, goddamn, and they provide a lot of jobs. They should sponsor us. Oh, God. But if you want a job, you can go work for them. You know, like, <laughs> they'll hire you the same day, have a schedule for you. It's crazy. Like, they don't fuck around. But anyway, back to Dre. Um, yeah, I don't crazy. know how he's going to settle this with his wife. If he's smart, let's say he has something in the tuck. Because a guy on Dre's level with friends like Jimmy Iovine, they probably already knew this was coming. And they probably have a new deal that they got in the back pocket. Like, all right, we're going to settle this shit with your wife. Get it all done. Pay her off, because when we flip this next deal, you're going to make that money back. You know what I mean? Well, what you say, he could just give her stock in Beats and call it a day. Well, Beats is Apple, so mm. he would have to give her, like, Apple stock. That's yeah. probably what she wants anyway. That could, like, pay for whatever she wants. That's what I would do. I'm like, Yo, I'll buy you some Apple stock. I'm not giving you, no $2 million. But anyway, moving on. Do you want to talk about Future's other baby mom? Real quick, I took this off the list. You're not oh, even you paying attention. But you love shitting on my boy Future. <laughs> Shout out to Future, man. I don't know why he just can't do any wrong in my eyes. Can you stop it? Well, so Eliza Rain, one of Future's baby mothers, took him to court for child support. She had allegedly asked for 53000 but instead, she's getting thirty two hundred. You know, <laughs> that's a major win for Future. Oh God, fifty thousand a month. She wanted. That's what. So that's what the news reports are saying. But she's saying that they never. She never asked for that high of a number. And Future saying that he only makes thirty thousand a month, which I think is bullshit. So on the books, maybe. On the books, maybe, but yeah, so a lot of people were like, you know, making, mocking her. So she's saying, getting 3200 a month? Yeah. <laughs> Damn, that's a big difference. That's still pretty decent. So, like, her argument is she wants their kid to have the same lifestyle as he does. Does the. Thus, the amount of child support she was requesting. But, I don't know. Like, I, I, think I believe in child support and everything, but, like, you can't. These chicks don't want to work. Yeah, I think it's a matter of the woman not wanting to work. And to take care of a little kid, you don't really need. You need money. But, like, the baby doesn't need, like, a Burberry. It's 3200 a week or a month? A month. So that's $38,400. That's like a minimum wage job. Yeah, so now all she has to do is go work at Walmart and you good for 18 years. 
and then make sure your kid goes to college, right? And then you get the extra till they're out of college. To me, thirty two hundred a month is still a lot. Just for child support? Yeah. Yeah, that is. I mean I mean not really. It's at eight hundred a week. With that money, you can take care of the kid. Like See, like she's already dressing the baby in Burberry bathing suits. She thought she came <laughs> up. She's stupid. That's good for her dumbass. Now, daycare could be a thousand dollars a week, but her really? thought ass, yeah, depending on where you're going. But her thought ass ain't doing nothing. That's how she does. Can get she more have money. a? I think I read somewhere she has a business supposedly. Man, I don't even want to talk about this no more. Like she's a bird. It's good. They need to start really watching these chicks like her who think they're just going to open their legs, have a baby, and that's going to be your meal ticket with with a with an entertainer or a rich guy. I know, but on the other side, it's like, well, why doesn't Future wrap his dick up? And that's the other side. So it's like you expect to pay. You know you're in an industry with these type of women. Well, I feel like take care of I your kids. I'm going to me. Fuck it. Take care of your kids, right? Yeah. He should definitely have to do that. But $3,200 is fair. $3, is fair. But it's sad. I don't know. But child support is ridiculous. I think it's case by case. And they should do something like make a card. Like they have an EBT card. Make a child support. Yep. Only on you know they kids' do clothes. That, right? They already Food. do that. Don't they already give you child support cards? I think that shit is like a Visa debit yeah. card. You could use that shit. They're going to freak it anyway. You know? <laughs> they, they're always going to scam that. Women, think about this. A woman could buy sneakers, the hottest sneakers and shit for their kid. Get kid size for them, you know? A woman wears small, has small feet anyway. You could get stuff off. I mean, well, technically, whatever the mom wants to buy for herself alleviates or gives more money to the kid. It is. It is it's disgusting. Some women use it as a scam. But hey, if you want to deal with those type of women, that's on you. What's next? I don't want to even... You can't keep nothing up in everybody, too. That's the other Well, yeah, okay. He already has six other children. Get the vasectomy. Like, you, he would be a good candidate for that. Like, obviously, you're not going to wrap your, you're not gonna wrap your <laughs> dick up at all. I think any man is after a certain amount of kids. If they... And they have... Don't they have the birth control shot now or some shit for Not men? for men. I heard they, they're coming out with it or something. Since when do men want to take anything for I think it'll control. be a good thing for a lot of young men. And older men, whoever needs it. Like, some of us, and I don't mean me, but some, when I say that, men are not going to wear condoms. Like, they just want to throw their dick on a crap table for that feeling. And what do you mean, not you? <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, because you've never done that. Oh, yeah, I have. Okay, then. But I'm just saying, like... It's a difference between going raw and going raw and busting nuts up in chicks. Like, now you're double wilding. I know, but even going raw, you could still get the chick pregnant. Mmm, you gotta kind of let off a shot. Or 
You don't know how strong your pre-cum is. These guys like Future Dead. I don't think they're... Well, maybe his shit is strong. I don't know. Because I'm sure he drinks lean and he's still making he babies. He doesn't even know if he came with them or not. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he gives a fuck, obviously. Oh, God. I think they get a kick out of that shit at this point. So what's next? Let's talk about your favorite. Keeping up with the Kardashians canceled. Yas. Not yes to cancel, but yas to Kim. Of course it's yes to Kim. So like what? After how many years? How many seasons? How many years? Yoel Romero. He said that. Fighter. Oh. Uh, well, it had to be like, I think 15 years, 12 years. Is it? Why are you looking on her page? Just because I'm, I'm trying to find the post and I can't find it. Let's just say at least over. Like 14 years or so. They're ending their reality show, Keeping Up With The Kardashians. When is enough enough? You know, I think it's been enough. I was kind of sad. I was like, oh, I can't watch their scandals anymore. I have to admit, we did watch their show. <laughs> well, because it's like so we watched ridiculous. and enjoyed their show, and well, I don't mean like mindless entertainment. We pretty much made fun of shit majority of the time, you know. Um, yeah, it's just over. I don't know. It's weird. I don't. I don't believe it though. I don't think they're gonna be able to turn the money down. You don't think so? It's gonna be in syndication forever. They'll probably just start you playing it. You have one it. reminder. Oops. Every day at 7.15 p.m. BC Pill. Oh, that didn't okay. work. Sorry. Whoops. That was, <laughs> that was uh, the Google. I was playing with it. Um, so, yeah, it's after t- 14 years, 20 seasons. They're canceling it. It's been a long run. They had a, they're the longest running reality show ever, right? I don't know. I think they are. But supposedly it was canceled because Kim and Kylie were threatening to quit. And Kris Jenner was like, No, hold on. They made a lot of money. Uh huh. Maybe it's time to pull a plug. There's a lot of kids in their family now, young kids. Do you really want them? You want the network following them from birth all the way up? Because they had the chance to start from. 14 years ago, which, how old was Kylie and Kendall? Kylie and Kendall were young. They were like five and six, right, or some shit, I don't know. No, they're a little bit older. They're like probably eight or ten. Yeah, and it was weird seeing them as them two annoying little ugly girls, and then they grew up, (laughs) and, you know, they're like the two of the baddest bitches, you know, on Instagram. Respectfully. But, um... Supposedly, she came to the one to show all the drama with Kanye West and all this stuff. And Kylie was like, I'm already making hella money through my other ventures. I think all of them are at this point. Not all of them. Scott Disick and Chloe are. And Courtney Bill. Nah, he's got the real estate shit. And then he got. Doesn't he have something? I think he has the little fuck shit on the side. I think he does real estate. Mm-hmm. Cars, he has like legit businesses, 
He's not making Kylie money and shit, but he's making his own money. I think they all are, even Rob. Yeah. So, I don't think it's about the money with them anyway at this point. I think it's just they probably want a little bit of privacy. After so well, it says Chloe and Scott are the only ones mad about the cancellation. Because I feel like um, Chloe was just, she's the one who got her shine last, kind of, out of all um, you know, at a certain point, she was considered the most unattractive one. And then Lamar got with her, you know, and she started to work on her look or whatever. And it seemed like she was starting to rise as a favorite to certain people. I don't know. Maybe she felt like she didn't get hers. She'll probably get her own show, her and Tristan. Maybe. But yeah, well, end of an era, whatever. Well, they were saying how they might get a streaming deal with, like, Netflix or something. For new shows? For their show? I don't know. For that show. So, should should we approach this? Should we first talk about Joe Budden, or should we just talk about this first? I don't know. It's getting kind of hot, though. I'm about to put the air back on. No. What you mean, no? Can we finish... Um, go ahead. One leads into the other anyway, so. Okay, so. Charlemagne the God and Our Heart Media launched Black Effect Podcast Network. Charlemagne the God has been doing his own podcast for a few years now, and a while ago, he wondered why there were no podcast networks. And then when that started happening, he had another question. I thought, why can't we do that with a Black Effect? podcast network so he showman the god came up with one he has partnered with iHeartMedia to launch the black effect podcast network with the goal of bringing together the most influential voices in black culture for stimulating conversations around social justice pop culture sports mental health news comedy and more so that was a major announcement in the podcast world Charlamagne will take a deal um, which we'll take something for the 30000 each on what? a light tip. Hmm? Give us Nothing. a deal? I didn't say nothing. 30000 each? Holla at us. But yeah. Okay. We don't, I mean, all right, go ahead. Go ahead. So it's a total of 18 podcasts, which include podcasts by Just Hilarious, Tamika Mallory, Ebony K. Williams. I think he also mentioned Matt Barnes. And some other people. I don't know their names. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> why do you say it okay? Like Matt Barnes. That? You know who Matt Barnes is, right? He's a former basketball player. All right, I'm just making sure you know. You said Tamika Mallory? Mm-hmm. That's sister, sister, right? What? Is that sister, sister? Tamika and no, Tia? No, yeah, it's Tia and Tamara. Tamika oh, Mallory, shit, she's a damn. social. I don't even know. She's a social justice activist. My bad. Wow. Shame I on you. I heard the name, though. Shame <laughs> on you. I'm like, damn, Tia Mallory got a podcast? Everybody got a podcast. No. Uh, well, shout out to him for... I was grabbing a cut water. Hey, you read that. Cut, cut water. You read the whole thing. Tiki rum mai tai? Yeah, but Bali high. 
Who cares? I don't care about this damn bottle. That's our sponsor segment. No. Um, good for Char- shout out to Charlemagne for his getting the network, putting other people mm-hmm. on. I'm not hating on that. Uh, podcasting is big. We have one. You're listening to one. <laughs> so this is happening. This happened like in the midst of, you know, the Joe Budden podcast. Renego- renegotiating with Spotify and, you know, them ending their deal with Spotify. And a couple of days later, this news appears. So, so that's like a, the whole like kind of controversy. You think there's some type of thing with all this stuff coming out about Joe Budden and then this coming out? It seems too convenient. You don't think it seems too convenient? There is something with it, but I think it's just a timing thing. Um, are they in that much of competition with each other that it would be that deep? I don't think so. They work together. They were. You know, they worked together a few times. Well, uh, they're supposedly saying that since his Charlemagne's contract was up, this is like the deal that iHeartMedia made with him. Well, this is what he wanted to do. He wanted to start a network and put people on, uh, mainly black podcasters, which need, you know, some people might want help and... To be under somebody like him who has been in media for a long time with the great Wendy Williams, you know, as far as a media person, she is great at what she does and everything. Jersey chick and everything, so. I think what he's doing is a good step forward. I don't understand what people are criticizing, saying like, oh, like Joe Budden said, you're still not your own boss. Like, Joe Budden is still not his own boss either. And... For all of these major businesses, nine times out of ten, you have a partner. No one's doing it by themselves. So, yeah, I agree with you. Like, he does. Maybe he doesn't even want to own his own network at this point. Sometimes you need to do the research. You know, climb or up. Or get the, your feet wet. Get your feet wet. Make the relationships the right way, and then you you do your own. Jay-Z didn't shit on people. I mean, behind the scenes, he he shot, you know, he took a shit on Dame Dash a little bit. But my whole point is he learned from people, right? He made business connections, business decisions. He was a 1% owner of the Nets at one point. He didn't mm-hmm. say, fuck it, I don't want 1%. I want to own it because I'm Jay-Z. Like, you have to get inside, learn, make connections, then you own it on your own run your own shit when yeah. you really have the knowledge now I'm not saying Joe doesn't have the knowledge but you can't think just because I have my podcast with my friends and we have a you have a cult following like a good size following that supports you from your music career and you gain some more from podcasting that whatever you brought to Spotify which was a, a consistent audience that's that is growing but you can't think that they owe you partnership and equity in their company. Like, I mean, you, you could getting, negotiate. You should that. get that. You should get that and work towards that and negotiate towards that. But I'm saying you can't come in thinking that they're just going to give it to you, give you everything. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, 
You got to put the work in. And like, not only that, but Charlamagne is actually, you know, putting other people's names out there, other black voices in this podcast network. I don't really see Joe Budden doing that. Right, it's just him. It's just him, right? His podcast. And maybe, I'm just saying maybe. I don't know what his thought process is. Those other spinoffs he had to pull up. And all that shit. Maybe he was saying, like, look, I have my podcast. I have my pull-up. What? Is the culture this. still on or was that canceled? I don't know. But that was through um, that's through Revolt. But yeah. Like you said, Charlemagne was smart. He's saying, I'm going to start my own network, which is going to bring a whole web of podcast shows. Mm-hmm. Whereas Joe is just his podcast and his content, you know. So it's a different thing. Charlemagne had that relationship with that huge media company for years that he, you know, put the time in, put the hours in. You know, it's hard to get up there every morning and deliver. And he he put the work in, pressing people in them interviews. It's just, and he went about it, I feel like, in a smarter way. He didn't. You can't come the way Joe is coming at Spotify on Spotify like that aggressively. That's just I feel him like standing up for being um, a major equity holder, owning your own stuff. But you have to work towards that. Nobody's just going to give you that. And if you feel like you're that powerful and that big, start your own website, put your podcast on it, and then the companies are going to come fuck with you with the ad money. How? Who else is he putting on? That's like Rory and Mo. I don't know. Like I'm saying, like if he's for the people, who else is he putting on? That's a good question. And see, on the it's surface, it's about him for yeah, the most part. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like on the surface, it seems like at least Charlemagne is helping other people come forward with him. Yeah. It's on about- the surface. But Joe Budden just talks about himself. Now, Charlemagne has him, Andrew Schultz, mm-hmm. um, others. He had a podcast with Angela Rye at some point. I'm not, I didn't see her name mentioned in that, but. He said that during negotiations. He's always making connections, right? And making networking. Mm-hmm. And it seems like Joe Budden, he does that too, but it's usually, I don't, like you said, I don't see him partnering up or. But other people, it's just him, his podcast, and his content, and that's it. Basically, what Charlemagne is doing is bringing a whole network of people, put, trying to put other people on. That's big. And is that specifically catered to like black people? Right. Specifically. Yeah, he's not trying to. Sugar coated, no, not. This is not for everybody. He wants to put black people on. It's you know, and yeah, and that's great. But Joe Biden seems like he's just for himself. And a move like this is how you can get to the point of getting what I think Joe wants now. You know what I mean? Like, you have to kind of making moves like what Charlemagne is making can lead to what I believe Joe wants. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it seems like Joe just feels like, yo, I've been putting in the um, time and hours. Because they do consistently podcast, I don't know, two, three times a week for, I don't know, however long. It's been at least, it had to be at least 
five, two well, two years with the multiple Spotify. times, but before, yeah. when we first started going out, I think that's when his podcast came out, kind of around that time, four or five years now he's been doing it. Yeah. And then before that, he had Joe Budden TV, which I told you was, he would just tape him and Tahiri doing fuck shit, arguing, whatever. So I think he feels like he put so much, you know, he feels like he might be old something. <laughs> Obviously, he feels like he's old money or whatever. Well, the rumor is that he requested $250 million from Spotify. That's right? what Andrew Schultz said on one of his podcasts. I don't know if it's Brilliant Idiots or the Flagrant Four, whatever the fuck it is. Um, Did he confirm that in that podcast episode you were listening to? With Joe Budden? Yeah. He just said he didn't ask for 250 or whatever he said. He said he, he didn't say what he asked for, but he said it wasn't that. And then, this is just a loose quote. It's not a quote. He said something to the effect of like, if Joe Rogan got... Three hundred million. He doesn't understand why he can't have seventy five million or something like that. And then he was like, "If he gets seventy five million, Gilly the Kid should get forty million. He's a Philly OG rapper. Okay, but he does a podcast now called um, Million Dollars Worth of Game. It's a good podcast. Um, he was saying stuff like that. So. Look, I'm all for podcasters getting paid. We're we're we are podcasters, but fortunately for us, we do this. We do this shit whenever we feel like it. We're not <laughs> pressed. This is not how we're trying to get on. We're professional STEM workers. That's all I'll say. I'm not going to try to floss on nobody, but you know, we don't need to do this shit. We do this as a couple. It's a passion project. Passion. This is how we started going out we worked together and we would just talk about oh did you see did you hear about this whoever you know latest hip-hop fuck shit or you know news and there was always good conversation so we do this for real like we don't care like if if you're my favorite her favorite and you fuck up we're gonna talk about it we don't have allegiance to anybody so you want real podcasting, you have to get it from real people, everyday people. Not industry people. Not industry people. We don't care about relationships. We care about our relationship and our family and friends. We don't care, you know? Like, you're going to get it straight and uncut from us. That's how you get real opinions, not from industry people, because they all have relationships. That's what kind of turned me off from... Joe Budden's podcast because when it would come down to certain shit with like Drake or Jay-Z or just certain people, they wouldn't go as hard on certain people as they would go on hard, hard on others when they would make similar mistakes. To me, that's not real. I love Kanye West, right? We know. <laughs> as an artist and shit, yeah, I'm a fan, whatever, but if he does something, I'm gonna admit it. I'm not gonna... I'll defend him as much as I can, but I don't care. He can get it. Like, if he does something, we're going <laughs> to comment on everybody. And then if you have, you know, the energy you have for one, you should have for another. But anyway. But yeah, I mean. Shout out to Charlamagne. That's, I like that. That's dope. 
as a podcaster, as somebody, you know, a black man, seeing him, you know, trying to put his people on and, you know, you're, he's been in the game for so long. Like 20 years. Yeah, right? he's carving out his own piece and um, he's a smart guy, whatever you, however you feel about him, he's smart, you know, and he seems like he's getting more wise as he grows older, so, mm-hmm. with his business. Can't hate on that. And I, I listened to the um, Brilliant Id- Idiot oh. segment when they were going at Joe and he yeah. was talking about it. And he has it. I agree with how he's moving. It makes sense. Like, Joe wants whatever he wants. And he, he, asks, he asks for things in a volatile manner. Yeah, right? he kind of reminds me a little bit of Dame Dash, except for Dame Dash really puts up his own money. He's not he doesn't care about a Spotify or an Apple. He's he made his own streaming service network. Oh yeah, I think yeah. It We're might, seeing that. Yeah. Dame Dash Network Studios or something. Shout out to him just for saying, Okay, I'm gonna talk my shit about all these companies because I have my own streaming service regardless of I don't know how many subscribers he has, but at least he did it. Yeah. And he doesn't need anybody to put him on it might not be the biggest shit out right now but he did it and if something happens to him his kids will take that and maybe take it to the next level or whatever joe should probably link with dame dash or do his own just do your own it might suck and you might only have i feel like he could probably get his his fans he could get a few of them a few thousand people to probably sign up for some shit do your own shit I mean, yeah, I'm sure he could put up the money in himself. It's just, to me, it's irony in everything that's going on with this whole situation. Like, we could take it back to Kanye. Everybody thought Kanye was crazy when he was going so hard. Oh, he wants to design and calling out these companies. It's the same shit. And Adidas finally gave him a deal, you know, but it's the same thing. Like, guys want to be bosses and own have ownership i understand but you you have to go about it in a smart way getting up on a platform and saying white people this white people that like i feel you but maybe you're not going to get to your destination the smoothest way by taking that route like just take that the race part out of it i understand as black people we should have equity ownership but just go on some shit like be smarter about it just I mean, Kanye created his fashion house through Adidas at first, yeah. right? He had their help. Yeah. I think he needed their infrastructure, their factories, you mm-hmm. know, the mass the mass production capability, the quality of materials, the access to materials, like the resources pretty much. And Adidas just saw him and he said, You know what? We're gonna take a chance. He's gonna make us more money anyway. He made his money. They did the right thing. And I feel like if a, if a company believes in you, yeah, they'll do that. Well, he's already asking to be a board member at Gab. That's, but I don't, I feel him on that. But like, why does every celebrity need to have a board seat in a company? I just feel They're like... Not, are they that important? <laughs> no. I think it's a lot of... I think it's like... Okay, I think as a black person in this country, it's like, well, 
you guys have board seats. Why don't we have any? We need more. But you can't really expect somebody to give you any piece of their company. You know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, it's theirs. Make your make your own then. Or leverage. Get inside. Learn. Leverage and do your own shit. Branch off. This, what were say? No, I was just going to say, this kind of brings me to, like, what, Virgil, right? Mm-hmm. Virgil was under Kanye. Yes. And then he made, he had his Off-White bubbling. That popped off. Now, Off-White is a whole, one of the biggest street fashion or just fashion labels with the new generation. You know, it's one of the hottest things. He's doing shit for Louis. He's doing shit for Mercedes-Benz now. And you, you don't think that, I mean, he's, he has Off-White. That's his. But he still, I felt like he went about shit in the right way. Like, yeah, you can stand up and speak out like Joe does, like Kanye does, like Dame Dash does. But you have to kind of be more controlled, um, have control of your emotions, and deliver your message in a different way. Charlemagne, is, he got a network for black people, you know? Working with a white company in a different way. I'm sure he fe- he feels the same way deep down as Joe does, Kanye does, Danny oh, yeah. does. I'm sure he'll love his own. Right, and Virgil too. Mm-hmm. You know, but sometimes it's the way you deliver your message, you know. And that's just the difference sometimes. The way you deliver it, the way you go about it. Sometimes sitting back and listening and, you know... And making calculated decisions. Don't be so emotional all the time, I guess. And if you can be emotional, don't record that shit. <laughs> do that with your friends in the privacy. Do that with your wife, you know. And that's another thing we'll get to. But, like, sometimes the women in your life, they should put something in your ear. You know what I mean? If you have the right woman to, like, let you know, yo, you're wild and just chill a little bit or something, you know. But everybody's different. Look at Pharrell. Pharrell's been maneuvering for years with big companies. It's just in your approach. Jay-Z, too. He's a quiet guy, but he gets shit done. You know, he's a billionaire. Kanye made it loudly, but he probably could have been... Wherever he is now, he could probably be 10 times that, 100 times that, if he chilled more. But on a, everybody's different. I think it's more emotion. Yeah. People get emotional. You gotta kind of take the emotions out of business. It's hard though, you know. That's true. So, back to Joe Budden. Ever since he talked about separating with them, he's been at the center of a whole bunch of controversy. Beginning with his ex-girlfriend Tahiri Jose accusing him of being physically abusive and breaking her nose in a in an unlocked Hollywood interview. Then since Santana there she was involved in some audio that leaked saying that uh He dragged her. Oh yeah he oh like the time you dragged me that one time Uh that was mentioned and then another thing that popped up was that Joe Budden allegedly masturbates his dogs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So this is like the whole fucking hurricane <laughs> of all of these headlines against him. All right. 
I will say that this came about as he was... After he announced. The Spotify thing, right? Yeah. Which is weird, but at the same time... Well, let's just get one thing clear. He's already been accused of abusing women prior to even signing to Spotify. Yes. Everyone was aware of this. Yes. So... This being brought up again is like, okay, we already knew that. Like, people should be, oh, it's a smear campaign. Just for that reason. Because he was already accused of it prior. With more than one woman. Yeah, that's serious. You know, if it happens once, but three times, four times, whatever. Like, where there's smoke, there's fire. Um, There has to be something that you were doing. I feel like with him, I don't know, you know, it seems like there's something with the abuse. I think the choices in women you date. Now, I'm not saying these women, Tahiri, um, Sin, all of, they're like the same type, right? They're like, you know, how would you describe them? IG, model, social media. Thoughts, industry thoughts. Industry thoughts. Fat ass mm. Latinas. Um, Esther Baxter was a model type, yeah, next girl, whatever. Um, I feel like as a man, right, if you want that type of woman, and I'm not putting it, I'm not saying because they're that type of woman, they deserve to be abused or hit because they don't. You know, you know what you're getting yourself in. You have to be secure enough to date a chick like that. Know what you're getting into. If you want, you want that energy, right? You want that. Oh, this is my trophy with the fat ass. She looks good, and everybody wants her. Okay, then you're gonna deal with the other shit. You're gonna deal with her mouth. You're gonna deal with her um, ignorance, and, and I don't know. I don't know. I'm sipping this rum. I don't want to say the wrong thing. I just think that most likely they were just both abusive towards each other. Yeah, but... Allegedly. At at a certain point, as he's, what, 40 years old now or something? Like, yo, you have to change the type of women you're around, maybe the women you date, the choices you make as a man. You have to kind of acknowledge, like, okay, you have a problem where... It seems like Joe likes to be in control a lot. Like he's a manipulator. I can I can tell he's a manipulator. I've listened to the guy, his podcast, the way he talks to his own friends, the way he talks to his the things that he does with the women he dates, if you just look at it, it's like he's a manipulator. And you date these women that you can only women that you know you can manipulate and then when you know they aren't really shit. They're just trophies. And then when they go out of your your wishes, you abuse them, right? You have to learn from that and say, maybe I shouldn't date this type of woman or maybe I, sh- I need to work on trying to manipulate people so much. It's just a lot going on with that situation. I'm no psychiatrist or nothing. I'm, it's just outside looking in, like, choices, Choices in women, choices in how you deal with the type of women you desire. You have to really break it down. Like, all right, I date these model types, but 
that are out for the money and all this shit and want to be seen, okay, then you have to expect that they're going to still be that way when they're with you. You're not going to be able to control them. You know, everything's based off of your level of fame and money. They're going to want more. You know, they're thoughts. You know, you can't date thoughts and keep expecting the same result, man. Let that shit go. You mean keep expecting a different result? Yeah, expecting a different result. You got to grow up and say, you know what? These type of women are toxic to me. Like, sometimes a certain thing you want can be toxic to your life, you know? And you just have to let that shit go. And get get somebody who adds to your life other than, like, oh, she got a fat ass and she looks good. It inspires me to get money. That's cool, but what happens when that runs out? I mean, it obviously hasn't worked out at all for him with any type of woman. I feel bad for him. In a way, because it was fun trolling him, like, yo, and we'll get to the jerking off the dog thing next, but it's fun, you know, we all came up under Star, you know, um, in high school, the Star and Buck Wild show, the trolling, he was, him, Howard Stern, they were like the kings of that troll radio shit, they were trolling him, but I kind of feel bad for Joe, like, damn, like, um. You keep on dating these crazy women, hoes. It never... He gets in his own way so much. And it felt like this time he changed. Like, okay, he got his podcast consistently. It hasn't... Nothing has really stopped it. He started branching out. And then to media, he really retired from rap. And it's like, all right, maybe he's going to change. Even with Sin, it's like, all right, maybe. We kind of saw that I wasn't going to, you know, but you were hoping, like, all right, maybe being around, like, Remy and Ebony Williams, mm. that he would see what a real woman is. But that goes to another manipulator, ego, egomaniac type person, right? Like, you can get a sin or a Tahiri, control them. But you know you can't do that with a Remy Martin. You know um, you can't yeah. do that with an Ebony Williams, an Angela Rye, you know, because they're smart. You can't manipulate them. But those... Those are the type of women you should be with. You don't want to be with a, a woman you could completely manipulate, control them. You're not going to really, it's not going to challenge you. You're not going to evolve as a man with somebody like that, personally, to me. Or you can, you know, you can stay in your toxic ego mode and have this woman who needs you and relies on you and you can just manipulate her. That's not good for you. That's you, like, being some type of... Um, emperor in your own little bubble that's not that's not good you need a woman who's gonna balance you out challenge you you know that's why I got you how romantic <laughs> how sweet no, of but you. I went through that I just felt like I had enough sense to see it earlier than these guys and they're in, <laughs> and they're in a different world right they're yeah, in the entertainment world I'm in a real world you know like where I'm trying to go, I can't be with a, these type of women that they're with. It just doesn't even add up to where I'm trying to do it myself, you know? But they're on the TV screens. They need shit that looks good on camera. Like, you know, the super fat ass, the the bad bitch, the dumb bad turn up bitch. Like, that looks good on IG, but that's not good for to raise a family with. I feel like that's a big part of Joe's problem.
problem. Demise. And he shouldn't be hitting these women. And I'll leave it at you want to add to that part? Because then we got to get to the dog stuff. Okay, so now we're moving on to the dog (laughs) masturbation rumors. Uh, First, I'll say this. I'm not trying to hate on Joe, man, because I did listen to his podcast. He's from Jersey City. We're from Jersey. You want your people to win, you Jersey people. But we know, like, everybody ain't cool, and there's crazy (laughs) psychos and weirdos, but, you know... We did. We were fans of their podcast at one point, but you could just see how the ego changed. It just changed with them, and then shit came out. It just wasn't cool how they were treating women and some of the stuff they were doing, caping for people. But anyway. Yeah, I stopped listening. I still listen because to me it's interesting now. Like, I like controversy, like, <laughs> challenges. Like, okay, while the pressure's on you, now that it's on you for your fuck shit, now let's hear you be funny. Now let's hear how you react to Tory Lanez. Even, I'm not saying he's innocent, but, like, other abusers or people in your situation, like, it's interesting to me. And it's, you know, psychologically, like, you talk shit about everybody. Now when it's, you're, you're under the microscope now. Let's see how you react. So to me, that's that's when you get your good, interesting podcasting out. <laughs> but anyway, um, the jerking off of the dogs. You got an article or something? Mm, I just have like a video where he like addresses the room. You got the clip. Can you pull up the clip where he admitted to doing it on the podcast? And then I got the paperwork. Damn. Paperwork? Yeah. There were screenshots of the paperwork from Sen's court deposition type mm-hmm. thing about she walked in and caught him jerking a dog off. <laughs> this shit is so wild. Oh, man. See, I had the a Dallas sprint. area checked out September 23rd. There was, Let me see here. Damn, I had screenshotted it, but it's... I was listening to Star at the time, so I got his picture wow, over you're it. Invested, invested. Defendant, for reasons I cannot fathom, has personally masturbated the dog. Defendant repeatedly states that he sees this function as his responsibility since there are no bitches around to provide a sexual outlet for the dog. That was a little excerpt from some type of court that you know document Sin put in. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy, man. Like, but were those court documents ever filed? I don't know. I just. Uh. You got it. Oh yeah. Uh, I can't vouch for this. I don't. If you're jerking dogs off, and you feel like you're doing them a service, okay, there's a video of him with Rory's dog. All right, go ahead. It's okay. My God, right? I'm sorry. It's a girl. We're just using slurs. Don't worry about it. Why do I always want to make the dog feel good by playing with their fucking privates? Stop raping my dog. I believe not a real animal. Because I don't play with my pets. Anybody with a pet, you come on, you did a little something down there, man. Make the dog feel good. I would never Well, you've never See, that's weird, man. So that was a snippet from one of his podcast episodes. 
And as he's saying this, Rory quickly takes away the puppy away from Joe. <laughs> what do you think? It's a cute puppy. Well, what do you think about the whole... Now, some people are saying he was joking on this. Do you think this was a joke? Because I don't think he was joking. I don't think he was really joking, but I don't know. I really don't know. Nah, man. You have to listen to, like, how it flowed. He I was sharing something. What the hell is that noise? I don't know. Is it my stool? What are you doing on the stool? But, um... He just said that shit like it came out like I don't know. That's weird, man. I don't. I'm not into jerking animals off. I don't think that's normal. If I'm wrong, let me know. But I never had many dogs. We've had we've had more cats growing up. Mm-hmm. I never touched the cat's genitals. It never occurred to me to do that. Um, that's to me bestiality. Now. Since Santana put in some paperwork saying that she caught him masturbating a dog. Then on his podcast, he said some weird shit. Like, if you own a, uh, if you breed dogs, it's common to masturbate them. But he doesn't breed dogs. I know he's he has family in the South. Maybe that's the thing. I just think it's a weird old thing. Some people really love their dogs too much and this is just an example of that i mean you as an owner as like a sensible non-sick owner you're not gonna like intentionally jerk off your dog this is my thing and i don't want to go down this rabbit hole right if you do that (laughs) you're rubbing a the jerking a dog off or fingering a dog then what are you doing? What are you thinking? What are you doing when you're doing this? Are you getting aroused by this? To me, you're getting joy from giving them joy, which makes it a sexual act. That's what sex is. If me and you do do an act to each other and I get happy because I'm thinking it's giving you pleasure, that's still a sexual act, right? Mm -hmm. So whatever, he's a manipulator, I'm telling you, and he's good. He got on his podcast and... He manipulates his audience, his friends, his girlfriends. And if you're dumb enough to buy everything he says, then you're just in Joe's web. I'm not dumb. I can see through it. Like, I've been in relationships with women who manipulate. And, you know, I've been around manipulators. It's a weird thing. People can put you under their manipulation spell and spin it and try to make you feel like you're crazy for even thinking of that. Like, no, you said it. You said that you said you masturbate dogs to make them feel good. Your wife, who you proposed to, has court paperwork on you saying she caught you masturbating a dog. Yo, that's what it is. You're a psycho. I'm reading it now. Well, she's also saying like a whole bunch of shit in this court papers. Like what? Give me the... Let's get to the juicy stuff. Like she doesn't like when he kisses his son in the mouth. I saw that part. That's a whole another... Um, I kind of feel her on that. I have a son. I never... Well, if it's a baby, who cares? If it's a baby, but then after a certain... Like, there's limits. I don't know. I can't tell people to do to their kids, but there's appropriateness. 
Like you kiss your kid, your baby on the mouth, that's one thing. If you're open mouth too much, too long, you know what I mean? Like there's always appropriateness. Well, like you know how some parents still kiss their kids like like that. That's fine, especially you know mothers get away with that stuff. And I'm not saying get away, but my whole thing is regardless if we're about to have a baby, right? If I made you feel comfortable the way I kissed our baby, that there's something wrong there or you you might there might be something to that. I'm not saying put your tongue down the kid. But you you wouldn't even think Kissing your kid, your baby on the mouth is weird unless it was weird. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, unless you make it inappropriate. Right. Now, if I'm a guy who jerks off dogs and I'm kissing the baby in the mouth and I'm licking the dog in the mouth, it might make you feel a way like, yo. Yeah, so... I'm going to have to take the mother's side on if they don't like the way a person is kissing their baby. But I don't want to go there saying he he's intentionally. This is might be something with his psyche, you know. He doesn't think it's wrong to jerk off dogs. He doesn't think it's wrong to. He shows affection differently. I'm not saying it's right, but there's something in with Joe that he might need help. Man, I think it's time for him to get some real help. He always kicking that mental health shit. Maybe it's time to get back into looking at some things. Addressing some things. I don't know. Yeah, here it says that he stalked there, basically. Well, he admits to that. And it's funny. Everything, everybody thinks is... When he tells these stories, right? He told a story one time. And this is a breakfast club thing. Going back with Charlemagne connection. He was under Tahiri's bed. You ever heard of that clip? One time he was under her bed to listen to what she was doing. And he heard her getting ready to go on a date with another guy or whatever but why was he under was. her bed? He was dating her. He had a key to her crib. They broke up, but he still had the key, so he wanted to know what she was doing. I guess he was just snooping around in the apartment waiting for her to come home, knew, knowing what time she comes home, right? She's a bartender-type chick. He knew what time he's under the bed so he can listen because mm-hmm. he wants to know because that's what a manipulator needs information on you so they can fuck with your head, He's a sick dude. He said he admits to his sick shit. But people don't really see it. And Joe's a sick dude, man. I just know because I'm into, you know, radio. and He's an interesting guy, but he's weird, man. He's in... Listening to his podcast for a while, you can see how weird he is, how he likes to manipulate people. He told Parks to suck his dick. Meanwhile, they're in his house, and he killed, like, flip it. Like, he made it sound like he was talking about somebody else, but at that moment, he was saying that to him, and Parks isn't dumb. He's probably the smartest person on that podcast. He was like, to whom are you addressing that? And then Joe flipped it. Like, I seen him do it. What do you think? You're reading the paperwork. This paperwork is more disturbing. Now, I will say this, because I don't just want to turn this into that shit on Joe Budden thing. When you, I I have a, a baby mama, and I'm not bringing my, that's all I'll say. I've been in relationships with women, and I'm not just, not just talking about my BM, just certain people 
Well, when it's time to go to court, when it's time to throw shit on your name, it doesn't have to be court. Mm -hmm. They will sensationalize shit. It could be something small and they'll lie. Women lie. Men lie. Women lie. You know, like, is it, is, is it exactly what her court paperwork says? Probably not. Is it exactly what he's saying? But there's some truth in the middle there. He admitted to jerking dogs off. She says he jerks dogs off. He jerks dogs off, okay? <laughs> he admitted to fighting, fighting, getting in fights with his girlfriends. The girlfriends said he's beat them. He's put his hands on a woman at some point. It's fair to say that. So that's all I'll say. I just think he should get help. It's a lot. And then you want money, you expect the company to get behind you and give you all this information and all this equity and all this. No, man, I'm not doing it. If it's my business, like, yo, if I, if I give you 200 million or whatever, 70 million, you go jerk a dog off and beat your next girlfriend up, I'm going to get sued for giving you a platform. Like, you're putting your company on the line, right? In a way. If yeah. Peter wants to get wild, oh, the Spotify is promoting this. You have to think of it like that. You know what I mean? I can't do it anymore. Joe Rogan ain't jerking dogs off. I mean, as that far as we know. know sometimes just not sharing as much. It's a gift and a curse with people. Like, you're famous for sharing inappropriate shit, but then you let too much go. But anyway, you have anything left about... I'm traumatized. <laughs> it's too much for me. I, I'll say this, though. In the art form of podcasting, I just think they had a good run. And when I say they, I mean the Joe Budden part. I think it's, just kinda, I think it's just kind of unraveling a little bit. I think he'll probably always have it because he has crazy fans and shit, but... I'm pretty sure he still have it. I think he needs to get some more help, that's all. Address some things. Stop dating these. I hate to blame it on the women because it's not their fault, but yo, you need to change up. It can, Fellas, listen to me. It can make a big difference in your life by just changing the type of women you give your energy to, you put your dick in, you spend time with, you entertain... Like, really think to yourself, like, this girl who you're chasing or you're spending money on, like, what is she adding to your life other than a trophy piece or, you know, some good head or some shit like that? Like, is That's she all you need. You? That's <laughs> not all. You need that. You need that as a man. But is that someone you really want to be laying down with, like, sharing your thoughts with, letting, in your, letting your energy, sharing your energy filled with? Get you somebody who's, you know, focused. Like I got. Right, boo-boo? Thank you, man. I mean, I'm not saying... And then on the flip side, you're a smart, independent woman and educated. That comes with stuff, too. I'm not saying, oh, it's the greatest... No, like like I said, get you a woman who's going to challenge you. Get on. They're still going to get on your nerves. They're still going to do... But at least, like, you can have a woman get on your nerves... That's getting her own bag, and and you guys are partners. You want to have a serious conversation, somebody you could who can articulate and 
can at least carry a conversation. You might need something typed up one day. Like, you want to, you know, get you a chick that can spell and shit, you know? These are the absolute minimum requirements <laughs> for a person. But guys will ignore that. You don't get men are crazy. Men but will be like, yo, this stupid. bitch can't read. She can't type. She, don't, she got a fat ass. She don't know uh, present tense, past tense, pronouns, adverbs, nouns. None of that basic shit. This can't add nothing. I've dated women who, man, look, I'll just stop. Let me just stop. There's certain chicks that think, there's certain chicks, this is what I'll say from experience, that think, you know how the U.S. map, and they'll show Hawaii and Alaska next to each other just to show, like, this is America, the continental 48, 50 states, whatever, 48, and then you have (laughs) Hawaii and Alaska or the two. They think that that's geographically where Hawaii and Alaska, I've been with I've talked to women who really thought that Hawaii is next to fucking Mexico or Baja California and Alaska's right next to Hawaii. See like these are like the minimum and you don't immediately cut them off. You at that point you probably been smashing and you're like, yo, this bitch is dumb. Now some guys will take that and oh I, I got a dumb one. I'm gonna manipulate the shit. And a real guy It'd be like, yo, I, I can't procreate with this. Like, you know. Like, if you think that Hawaii is next to Alaska geographically. I don't understand how you can really go out with someone that's that stupid. Though. They probably got that fat ass and look good. And people could override it. But anyway, where we at now? We should almost be done, right? Well, speaking of sexual assault. Conor McGregor was arrested today oh, in Corsico, France, on accusations that he attempted to sexually assault a woman at a bar. According to TMZ, McGregor had been in France when he was sailing alongside his new fiance, Dee Devlin. Um, it is now being reported that he was at a bar in France this part this past week, and allegedly partook in unsavory behavior. <laughs> Unsavory behavior. This is what the article wrote. I don't know, man. Shout out to Conor McGregor. McGregor is denying any accusations of misconduct. Well, look, I'll just say this. So he got arrested, posted bail or some shit, right? I don't know if he posted bail. McGregor, if you don't know, one of the, the most famous MMA fighter, former champion, featherweight champion, lightweight. Um, champion in the UFC and in Strike Force, I believe. Um, fought Mayweather, made a grip, opened an alcohol, um, Irish whiskey company. If you know McGregor, you know him. I'm going to run this whole shit down. Um, his shit is getting crazy, man. A couple girls or another girl accused him of. Similar shit. He punched some old man in the head at some bar. I don't put anything past him. He threw a damn thing through the bus when he was going to fight Habib just to get his ass whipped by Habib. McGregor's crazy. He's a crazy Irishman. Like, what can I say? Like, as far as with this... He needs therapy, too. Yeah, he's got some shit. But he's a fighter. He might have CTE. You know what I mean? Why is that always the excuse? The thing with him, he's annoying too. This is another ego maniac, but as an athlete, he's a good athlete. Just like how Joe's a good 
character or whatever, media personality. Mm-hmm. He's with the jokes. They both got the jokes. Similar type of guys. Both of them are, are similar in certain ways. But with McGregor, I'm not saying he's out here raping girls. I don't think he's doing that. I don't think he's like that. I think that what happens when a guy like him, he might be hitting the coke, drinking the whiskey on his Irish Irishman shit. Like true Irish dudes. You ever met a real Irish dude with the accent and everything? No. I'm not saying all of them. But the young guys, yo, they're wild. Like European guys, Irish guys, they're a different level with the drinking. Especially with oh, the yeah. drinking and the They're hardcore. Let's just say McGregor has millions. He might be snorting a little coke. Might. <laughs> he might, and I know he's drinks. We know Irish people is just in their blood. He probably gets drunk, feeling himself. He's got money. You know, he probably whips his dick out on a few girls. He might grab a titty. He might squeeze an ass. Something That's like harassment. that. I know. I think he might be doing shit like that. Do I think he's? Pinning girls down, penetrating them. I don't think he's doing that. Well, you don't know that. I just, I don't know that. And if that is happening, he deserves whatever he gets. This is the same dude who punches old men at bars and Irish bars for not taking a shot of his whiskey. He's crazy. He's always been crazy. That's what's led to his empire. But I just, again, what were we talking about? I think we were talking about Joe before. If you get accused of beating two girls, the third girl, you know he beats girls. Why would you date him? If your girl and Conor McGregor got accused of raping a girl or whatever, why are you going to keep going around him? You're looking for a check like it is what it is. Mm. I know the Me We're in Me Too, but it has to be Me Too (laughs) with accountability. Let's use some common sense, man. If a guy's getting accused for rape, you might want to be cautious around him. Did they say rape or what? Sexual assault? Who? For McGregor. One says rape. Like he was accused of rape in the past year and this time it's a sexual assault. I think he was snorting a coke, drinking a whiskey. Can you stop doing that with your flip-flops? It's annoying. Shut up. Um... I think he was just drunk, coked up, and he grabbed a teddy or something, and that's the and it's gonna cost him some money. We'll see though, but I'll just say this: any if you're on that rapey shit, you know, pinning women down, taking it, that you deserve to to die. Like that's 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 not what's up. Now, if you're a woman hanging around some rich guy, you know he's rambunctious, and he might squeeze an ass or something. That's not, I don't think that's sexual assault. I think that's like inappropriate behavior. Because that's still a charge. You shouldn't touch and anything. You should get 100000 for that? Like Whatever. Come on, man. If you have money. Girls do that. If you have money and you're inappropriately touching me, I could charge you for whatever type of money I want. Women will do that. Not all women. Some women will say that, right? And then the next night be out with their girlfriends and be squeezing each other's titties and grabbing ass but with each other. But that's consensual. That's what... You're missing the whole and then, con- consent part. All right, I got you. I got you. I'm not saying a guy has the right to 
do that to women. Let me clear that up. I'm just saying, like, if you're acting loose and you go around a guy who's crazy, he might try to grab you now. Does that such like a bullshit scenario? I'm just going to speak to the men right now oh, who might God. be aggressive. You just have to... don't fucking touch people without their consent. Exactly. That's it, goes, it. it goes beyond that because men know that. This is the thing. Not with... all men. Just apparently. listen, though. Listen. This is what happens with guys like a McGregor and people who do this. They're they get the alcohol in them. They already have the money. They might take a couple toots of coke, smoke a blunt or whatever. And now you get around this woman who might be a thought. That still doesn't mean anything. You can't assault her, but you can't think on your ego shit like, oh, I got money. I'm Conor McGregor, bitch. Top me off right now. You can't say that. You can't do that. You can't assume that just because who you are entitles you for this woman to do whatever you want regardless of what level ho she is or thought like you can't not every girl's gonna want to smash you not every girl's gonna want to give you head and perform these acts on you so you have to i think some of these guys can't handle rejection right they might expect oh you bitch you work at the diner i'm conor mcgregor top me off and then they say no they might call her a name and walk off now you got a lawsuit it's the egos you gotta check the egos you can't think you're entitled to certain shit from women because you're you have money and fame that's why I think a lot of these guys go wrong I think they get to drinking and doing their drugs they get around a thotty chick and they just think it's automatic like what I'm me you know, what you mean you ain't topping off? And it might just be that type of conversation, right? It's some type of thotty chick. They expect something. The girl says no just because she doesn't want to or she's not feeling your energy. And you call her a name and now you got a lawsuit. Or you force yourself on somebody thinking it is, it's something else. And, and she's saying no and you kept going in like, I think. Which is wrong, but I think that's how it happens with these guys. They just get, they think they're entitled to, you know. Well, that's a given. Mm -hmm. I see you got Travis, let's talk about Travis Scott, yeah. Cause, Can you just go on and on and on like a wet parrot? What you mean? <laughs> we potter. <laughs> I know, but you just have to hear yourself talk. Look, look, I had a couple of these Tiki Rum Mai Tais. We on Baby Watch. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Sativa. Um, we can just say 19 families buy nearly 97 acres of land in Georgia to create a city safe for black people. Welcome to freedom, exclaims real estate agent Ashley Scott as she surveys the nearly... 97 acres of land that she and a group of 19 black families purchased in August. I'm hoping that it will be a thriving safe haven for people of color, for black families in particular. So, um, they want to create a community that's striving, that is safe, that has agriculture and commercial businesses that are supporting one another and that dollars circulating in our community. That's our vision. I think that's beautiful. I think that's cool. This is the type of stuff like 
I talk to my friends about. Is this open land? And it's like, oh, we should do something, and they're doing it. Let me see. Is that, they got pictures of it? Well, that oh, it's just open land. That's what's up. Buy land. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad we're at that point now. I mean, look, black people, let's, it is what it is. Regardless if you think there's racism or not, but black people was put at a deficit in this country, you know, African-Americans. And now we're getting up to the point where, you know, this is what we're doing. This is what a lot of us want to do. And people are taking the steps. And I think it's beautiful and it's great. They say they want to call it Freedom, Georgia. The city name it Freedom. Other cultures do this already. Have been doing this. And it's like, all right, African Americans are starting to do this now. I mean, they did do thing. that. And then they bombed the city. Well, Black Wall Street. I'm, I'm talking about with the new generation. Like, um, modern day. Like, after that. We're starting to wake up and see, like, hey, we can do this. We just have to pull our resources together and buy the land. Most places, right, regardless if they're racist or not, they want to make money. So if you come and you have the money, they'll sell you the shit. <laughs> you know, like, people want to make money. And if they're racist and they don't want to sell it to you, fuck them. But some people are going to want to do business. And this is good business, and I think it's positive. I like it. Yeah, it's cool that these 19 families took it upon themselves to make this town. I think it's a good idea. I mean, whatever makes them feel safe and it's progressive. I like it. I think it's a good move. I think we should all do, you know, more of it. They set the standard. You know, I think this happens, too, a lot more than we... Some people are just so low-key about it. Like, I know now I've seen so much that certain people, you think... People think, oh, black people ain't doing anything. No, like, there's a lot of black people doing major shit. They just... They're low-key. You know? This is low-key. This Mm -hmm. isn't on CNN. This isn't on Fox. This isn't what's popping on the podcast and YouTube because... It doesn't sell. It's not sensational. It's not anything. This is business, like good business going on. And um, I'm glad to hear about it. So one of the earliest all-black municipalities was Mon Bayou in the Mississippi Delta. It was established by former slaves after the Civil War. That's dope. I like that. You know? Should be should be more coverage on this. Yeah, I mean, and probably like celebrities should help them. Should be more. I mean, like Kanye bought all that land up in Wyoming, mm-hmm. you know. But he's not doing anything yet. He's doing shit with it. He's, well, he's with gonna. His he plans cow, on with like his sheep and his choir. Yeah, he he plans on developing. He's doing different projects, you know. Oh God, here we come, Kanye's uh, attorney. Oh, I'm just saying. Just saying, there are black people buying land up and keep doing it. We, you know, we have discussed certain things, you know, tossed ideas in the air, put some shit out in the universe like that for the future. I think it's great. Buy land up, people, for your family, for your people. There's nothing wrong with that. 
Next. We should be getting to the end. God damn, I thought we'd be done. <laughs> the Travis Scott. Straight McDonald's up. meal. How did you like it? So Travis For Scott. For $6, the average value meal price is about $8. Yeah. For $6, it was worth it. I will say this. Shout out to Travis Scott. He's one of the leaders of the new generation who actually does quality stuff. I, I've been enjoying his shit from the beginning. Uh, the McDonald's collab. Was it something special? No. The special thing about it, it was a good burger. Come on, like, it's McDonald's. You know, it's a burger, lettuce, shit on it, pickles, bacon. Some fast food to eat for lunch. My son had, what, three of them? Three two. meals? Two meals. He's, I think I'm cutting them off now. Like, it's too much. I had one with him. It was good. It's nothing special, but it's a McDonald's meal, and it was $6. That's what I think was the key thing. It was a cheaper meal, and maybe a poor family could afford it to get a meal and shit with the soda. I think if you're poor anyway, and you're on that McDonald's tip, you fuck with the dollar menu anyway. You're going to make that dollar menu stretch for your $6. This gives you... A, a premium, yeah, premium fries, burger. A burger with bacon. For $6, but it's limited time, you know? So yeah. They should have threw a toy in, I feel I like. think, weren't they trying to throw a toy in, like an action figure? Maybe like the first few meals of it. But um, it was cool. It tasted, it wasn't no, it, it wasn't like the Popeye's chicken sandwich, or, you know. That shit wasn't even that great. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't even on that level. It was like a basic... If it was never Travis Scott, it just would have been good because, oh, they got a meal for $6 now. They got a bacon a bacon cheeseburger meal for $6. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, if you have kids and you know, you're know you a kid or you're a teenager, it's more you know economic, economical for your pocket is economical a word <laughs> yeah <I think laughs> sorry folks i'm off this my time shout out to travis travis scott for that though um do we just want to touch on new music by nas and big sean is that the last things what's the other thing the other things are like football and stuff being bad. yeah and what's that other thing? okay uh Music, yeah, we can do that real quick. You've heard. I'll let you go first. I like Nas's album, Keys Disease. It's like very cohesive. He's like, you know, mixing more modern sounds. Working yeah. with Hit Boy. Hit Boy did both albums, right? Yeah, he executive produced both Detroit 2 and Keys Disease. It's more about it. he's the star of the whole shit to me. Both albums, Hit Boy. Like, it just shows like he. He's stepping up saying, this is my time right now. Even though he's been... Well, he did... Zero to 100 was his biggest... He did... Biggest in, in Paris. Paris. Yeah. So he's been putting in the work. Yeah, he just never put his name by A it. full album of a major artist. I think he's done... Did, did I he work with Nav before? I know he he's done like two... The Half a Mill mixtapes with Dom Kennedy. Okay. Like, way before, like, three years prior. I love the Nas album. Love it. I'm still bumping it. Car 85 is my joint. 
Um, it's like sounds very polished and new, but he, he's still reserving his style. Yeah. What do you mean, Hit Boy? No, Nas. Nas? Oh, oh, okay. Well, as far as Nas, legend status already. Nas can really do no wrong in my book, but working with, for him as a legendary artist, working with a younger producer, I think that shows um, just how Nas is great, his greatness. It, it, it'll show like the older generation that, you know, maybe you could give these younger producers a chance. Um, the album was dope though. We were talking strictly about the album. I enjoyed it thoroughly. I wish this bullshit wasn't going on because we'd be going to see him in oh, New yeah. York or something. And I know he'd have at this point, Nas has done radio, well, radio City, but what did he do that was extra dope? What, didn't he do some type of symphony or opera shit? Hmm. Nas, remember he did that show at uh, Carnegie Hall or some shit like that? I don't remember. But. I really enjoyed the album. Every song was dope to me. Um, I don't know what else to say. Like, they were a good team. The visuals were good. The album art cover was good. The content. I'm happy that Nas is still putting out good music. Oh, yeah. And then, as far as Big Sean's album, I was pleasantly surprised. Like, Big Sean has always been one of those guys who... For me, early on, I didn't really mess with him until he did, he did um, Alizé and Chardonnay. What's that song? Marvin Chardonnay. That song, I, that's when I really liked. I liked that song. and His features were always dope. I never really got into a whole Big Sean project, but this new project... I like the content on it. I like the flow. I thought it was a good project. I like it. I wish this COVID shit wasn't going on because I wouldn't mind seeing going to a show. Like, at what's that place we went in Brooklyn? Frost? What? Brooklyn Steel. Yes. Like a Brooklyn Steel Terminal 5 um, Urban Plaza show. I think that I would have definitely would have wanted to see Big Sean. I think I need to listen to it again. Some songs I thought were okay. I feel like with this album, you either have to listen to it with good quality headphones because the hit is all about Hit Boy. You know, again, like is the beats were good, Sean's flow was good, the content was good. Like if you listen to what he's saying, he's saying some shit in his bars. Like I had to give it to him, like. The way he flows, he's got a good flow. And you know me, like, I'll, I'll hate on you. I'll be like, oh, this is trash immediately. But I was listening to it, and I was waiting for something. Mm-hmm. And it never came, like, waiting for something to hate on. Yeah, I thought it was good. I still listen to it, too. You just got to be in that mood. Like, if you're in a mood for Big Sean... <laughs> All of the features are dope. Janae Iko, Anderson Pack. Um, there's so many on there. Lil Wayne's on there. Who else is on there? Dom Kennedy. Yeah. 
Eminem, Royce the Five Nine, Cash Doll. Is that her name, Cash Doll? I, I forgot. Like a bunch of Detroit. Nipsey. Nipsey's. That's probably the, one Post of the best Malone. songs. Post yeah. Malone. The Post Malone song is dope. I liked it. Um, I was pleasantly surprised by mm-hmm. that album. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like... He, I guess I kind of... I don't know. I need to listen to it again because Anthony was so hype over it. So I guess I... That was gonna be like super amazing, and I, I felt a little bit let down. I feel like for with, with me, you, he's approaching. He, he gassed it too much for me. Nah, I thought it was dope. You gotta listen to it, like I said, with some good. You gotta hear the the Hit Boy production. So, you either blast it in your car, maybe the car system will be good for people, or if you have real good quality headphones, or at least some decent headphones, or a nice sound bar in your crib with a subwoofer, turn it up. Get that hit boy production with Sean's cleverness because he's very clever. That's the main thing with him. His lyrics might not be the best lyrics, but he has a decent flow and he's super clever. Like I, I appreciate he'll mix in intelligent shit, ratchet shit, fly shit, flossy shit. It's like a mixture, a hybrid of all that. And a very he's very clever. His cleverness is at an all-time high. The way the album is composed from the skits and everything. He's got Dave Chappelle on the skit. Erica Badu on the skit. Like, he's approaching, for me, that Wale level. Like, to me, Wale is, since his last album, and even that shit he threw, through, like, the COVID thing, like, Wale's always been a high-caliber artist, whether you want to admit it or not. Because he had them radio hits. Sean, I feel like, is going to that. He's starting to get on that Wale level for me. And that's it. Yeah, I think we're just about done. What did you have? Oh, NBA. We we can just touch on it real quick. Well, Football's back. What? I just wanted to say football is back. I'm happy. Niners, let's do when it. When do they go? When do they play? We place t- tomorrow. Okay, against um, who? I don't know. I think the Cardinals. Okay, no. It's going to be tough. It's what kind of tough. fan are you? Because uh, I didn't think it was even happening. It came up so quick. Um, NBA playoffs. I think the Houston Rockets and the Lakers played tonight. They're playing right now. I don't know who won. Hey, Google. He what's not? the score of the um, LA Lakers game? Currently, the Lakers are leading the Rockets 114 to 90 okay, in the fourth quarter. You heard it. Lakers going to beat them 4 1. Well, I had Rockets to win it, and I feel dumb. I was trying to bet my boy. He didn't take the bet. He should have took the bet. Why would you bet for the Rockets? Because the Rockets killed him the first game. Like, I like Russ. Russell Westbrook, probably my favorite basketball player right now. But anyway, um,. What else I have? UFC tonight. Um, I just wanted to mention this real quick. Karate Hottie, Michelle Waterson fighting um, Angela over Kill Hill in the main event because the original main event fell through. I forgot who was on it, but somebody got hurt or some shit. But Angela Hill is the first black woman to headline a UFC card. 
and that's oh, worth really? mentioning. Yeah. Oh. All Is she these American? Years, she's American, African American woman, um, married to a white guy. Not that that matters. I'm just saying she's a fun loving. Um, she's like a a funny girl. Like does skits and shit. Like doesn't take herself too serious. Humble sister and she's not a sellout or nothing like that like she acknowledges you know the people she does it for the culture and it's a good american story going on tonight even with michelle waterson uh thailand thai american woman mother married woman i can't wait to see their fight tonight and what was it what else did we have on the list back to school I just wanted to say back to school with the whole remote learning. Tyling's doing remote. Um, I'm doing remote. You're, Everyone's are you doing going? Yeah. Not everyone. Some people are going up in there like, fuck it. Oh, fuck well, I know my brother has to go like twice a week because they're like switching off. They're alternating between like the students that could go in the classroom. Right. So, we're, we're all out here. All Shout out to all the students in the struggle through the COVID. Use it to your advantage. And um, that's it. We on baby watch. You know, Nicole's conking out. Right now, you should see her stomach is swollen. Baby's been kicking all day. We're on high alert. And that's it, right? I think we wrapped it up. Yeah. I thought it was going to be quicker than this, but we kind of got it in the night. was because... You just went on and on and on. I was rambling like that? Why didn't you cut me off? I'm feeling good. That's good, babe. All right, we'll be safe. We'll be back with the, uh, we'll give you the update. We're not going to pot again until after the baby's officially here. And uh, good night. You know, email us. Thank you for listening. Couple reactions pod. If you've gotten this far. <laughs> at gmail.com. We're taking bags. We don't need your bag. We're good. You know? Oh, God. We have jobs. We're good. We don't. We do this for fun. But we'll take a bag. Like, rape us. On the, stop on the, um, it. not physically, but. Can you just on stop the talking? ad money. We, we're not going to scream at you for the ad money and Can go crazy. We don't care. Spotify, take everything. Just give us 30000 extra on what we getting. We're good. We're going to make that twerk. This is what I have to deal with, people. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye.